0: Hey there, pillagers. Gates here. Um, Sorry you didn't get your normal uh, intro music and everything there, and I'm also sorry to say that I am piloting this ship solo today. It's just going to be you and me having a little conversation. Um, Phil and Josh uh, have apparently gone missing. Um, We aren't sure if it's because they were consumed by their own cavernous vaginas or possibly um, they were enveloped in an electronic world of video game hypnosis that they can never be freed from now. Um, So we're all going to be real worried about them, and hopefully they come back to us soon. Um, But in actuality, what's happening here is uh, we decided that on the weeks that we can't get an episode out because we're too busy or whatever, Um, we'll try to throw together little mini episodes for you just to, uh, you know, make sure that you guys have some content out there and the the pillagers stay fed. Um, Okay, so you know I don't like to waste any time, so we're going to jump into some quick internet recon. (laughs) First story comes from the bbc.co.uk. A campaign is underway to rebrand the U.S. state of Kentucky as a place that kicks ass. Um, basically, the, the, the like Chamber of Commerce is trying to rebrand Kentucky. Uh, their motto is Kentucky Kicks Ass. And I, it's, it's creative. I kind of like it. Um, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, to kick ass is to act roughly or aggressively, to be powerful or assertive. Um, I guess Kentucky, you know, that, that would work. Um, if we were having a normal pillage cast, uh, here's how I think it would play out. My comment would be, when it comes to bourbon and fried chicken, yeah, that moniker may fit. Josh, however, his response would, would point out that ass used to be a taboo word, but is slowly making its way into the public lexicon, most recently having it publicly displayed on movie marquees with the movie Kick-Ass a oh, valid point. Okay. Uh, Phil. Now, Phil's take on this would be, I took my lovely wife and adorable kids to Kentucky once. We stayed in a three-story treehouse made out of Legos with water slides and monkey butlers that fed us Dorito-flavored sodas. All right. So that's, that's the recap of what they would have said since they're not here right now. I, I can read their minds like that. Okay, and the second story comes from thesun.co.uk. I spend a lot of time on British sites. Now, I'm going to have to read you the whole story here. Usually, I just give you the highlights or paraphrase, but this one, I'm going to have to read it all to you so you can really feel what's happening here. Texan Andrew Mendoza confessed that he messed with his neighbor's horse after he was stood up by his girlfriend. The 29-year-old told cops... I was at my house waiting for my girlfriend to call. I told myself that if she didn't call me, I was going to go next door and mess with the neighbor's horse. After describing in detail his sexual escapade, Mendoza stunned officers in Wharton County, Texas, by claiming that he was trying to impregnate the animal. He said, I was trying to make the horse have a baby. I was thinking it would have a horseman baby. Mendoza later pled guilty to public lewdness and criminal trespass, and he was sentenced to four months in jail. So, uh, all right. The, the key part of this here is I was trying to make the horse have a baby. I was thinking it would have a horseman baby. So that's actually happening in the world. Um, you know, we're worried about the genetic scientists making some kind of uber superhuman. But really, we got to worry about this guy in Texas with, with what, his, you know, his experiments are. Um, so just on the breakdown of what everyone's commentary on that would have been, um, Josh would have said... Uh, Or he would have probably defended this man as a genetic pioneer trying to regenerate the lost tribe of centaurs. Um, I, on the other hand, would have first wondered, because I'm going to have to picture this. Did he use some type of stepping stool or a tiny ladder to perform this? Because horses are kind of high. Another, if you know anything about horses, like if you get near the hindquarters of a horse and they don't want you there, they will kick you. They will totally kick you. Um, If you do anything near them that annoys them, they're going to try to kick you. Um, So the fact that this dude didn't get kicked, I don't know, maybe it suggests that the horse wasn't all that upset about it. It, Maybe it wouldn't have pressed charges. I don't know. It's just, it comes to mind. Um, and, And then Phil, he probably wouldn't have been able to decide if he wanted to go with, wow, what a nightmare. Or, hey, at least it's a stable relationship. All right, so that's all we got for right now. Uh, but before I go, we're going we're gonna to revamp or, or kind of regenerate the lightning round. We have a couple of quick questions that I'm going to throw out there. Um, I'm going to answer them as I ask them, and then the other guys will have to give their responses in their later mini episodes. Um, and then you, the listeners, you can join in and, and give your responses on our Facebook page. It's going to be great. All right, number one, you have to change your skin color to a basic Crayola color. It cannot be beige or peach. What color do you turn? Um, obviously, I would go gray. Next, um, what letter of the alphabet best describes you and why? Uh, for me, it would be the W because it's my middle initial, uh, and it also has lots of highs and lows, but it ends on an upswing. Um, third, what is the best Clint Eastwood movie? I will assert that it's in the line of fire because Mal- Malkovich is his perfect nemesis. All right, question number four. Uh, let me paint you a scene. Uh, it's like your life just turned into a movie. Basically, you are kidnapped by an evil genius Bond movie villain. After waking up from the knockout gas, you find yourself tied up and blindfolded as the bad guy goes on his rant about how he is going to kill you by some absurd method that requires him to leave the room. You wiggle around. So your blindfold comes loose just a little bit. As the villain leaves, you are sploshed into a giant container of something. You aren't sure what it is. So you thrash about and shake off your blindfold, only to see that it is a vat full of food, and you are slowly sinking into it, with your hands still shackled. You realize the only option for, vi- for survival is to eat your way out. At just that moment, the camera zo- zooms in on your, on your face, and you have a steely smirk, and you say, no problem, and get to chomping. What is that food? So... What would you happily save your life by eating yourself out of a vat of fill in the blank? For me, it would be Special K with almond milk. And then five, the last question is, you must choose between a prostate exam or two root canals. All right, uh, that's it. I gotta go. Uh, check out everyone else's projects. You got Josh over at Extra Damage and then Phil uh, with Radio Brendoman. Man. Uh, thanks for listening. Talk at you later.